Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Extra Point Podcast. My name is Todd Stiles. I'm one of the pastors here at First Family Church. And the Extra Point Podcast is simply our weekly opportunity to bring some further observation, deeper insight, maybe additional application to the text or topic that we preached the previous week. And this week, I'm joined by another one of my fellow pastors, Travis Walker. Hi, hey, Travis. Hey, glad to be here. Yeah, it's great, man. Um, and I want to kind of have Travis just share a verse he shared with our elders oh, a few weeks ago. Um, most Tuesday mornings we meet, we pray together and, and read the Word, study. We typically will be in the same book that our church is studying through, though the elders are probably, what, Travis, generally a chapter or two ahead. Yep, absolutely. Um, but in between those series, we'll often just have each uh, elder like, hey, share a verse God's been using in your life lately. And so a few weeks ago, we did that. And Travis, share the verse that you shared with our elders. Sure. It's just been reading through the Gospels and just trying to, yeah, get a better handle on the life of Jesus. And I was just struck by um, the summary statement for Jesus's ministry before he calls the disciples. It's Matthew chapter 4, verse 17. And again, it just summarizes... It summarizes Jesus's ministry probably different than if somebody were to just come up to me in the commons and say, hey, summarize Jesus's uh, a ministry. So it just struck me. It says this, from that time, Jesus began to preach saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And I've heard that verse many times, but it was just a good reminder for me. If we were to summarize what Jesus preached to the, to the people he interacted with, it was one of repentance. And just a great reminder for me, do I preach about repentance enough? And I think you even challenge us elders who, yeah. you know, preach and teach in various ways. Mm-hmm. Is that a word we use? That's right. Is that a summary word? Mm-hmm. Would people, like you said, yep. characterize our yep. preaching with that word? And mm-hmm. so we know Jesus said a lot more, mm-hmm. but it is intriguing how that's a, seems to be a summary word, like you said. I love mm-hmm. your observation. In fact, later that week, I think I texted you mm-hmm. as I was just reading through the book of Acts uh, with Julie. Um we ran across this verse in which uh, it, it appears um, that Paul, I'm looking for it here, it's in Acts, it appears that Paul used the word repentance to, to summarize his ministry. This mm-hmm. is Acts chapter 20, when he says, I did not stop uh, or avoid proclaiming to you anything that was profitable. Mm-hmm. I taught you house to house. I testified to both Jews and Greeks about repentance toward God and faith in mm-hmm. our Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I text you, hey, look at the same word used to summarize Paul's ministry. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so we just were kind of, you know, uh, going back and forth, encouraging each other as pastors about this word repentance. And at the same time, I'm kind of prepping for Jonah. Mm -hmm. And so often people think Jonah preached repentance to Nineveh, don't they? Yeah, I did. Yeah, we did, didn't we? (laughs) Just in my summary of the book of Jonah, I thought he said repent to the people. But actually... uh, the word repentance is not found as far as what Jonah said. His now, proclamation. Yeah, yes. we think he said a lot more than what the scriptures record, sure. but at least in the record, it just says that he said to them, I think, mm-hmm. uh, 40 days and you're doomed. And you'll be destroyed, right? yeah. Yeah, just, do you have it there in front of you or not? I don't. Okay, I thought maybe you had it there in front of you. But yeah, I think 40 days and you're going to be destroyed. But what we find interesting, and this is what Travis and I were just rejoicing over earlier, is what the Ninevites did is the essence of repentance, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they turned. So it makes you wonder what was the what was the real the heartbeat of Jonah's yeah. message? It was this judgment's coming. Yep. 
And you wonder, did he say repent, or did he give that same thought? Would that right. be a summary word for him? Because that's what they did, isn't it? Or they, they assumed there was an option. There was, okay, we are living a, a, a contrary way to God's commands. There's an option that we could turn back to God. And so they knew something of the character of God that made them assume they could turn back. And that's exactly what the word repent means, is to, is to change your mind, to turn back. Interesting. And here's the verses where their response is described. Notice the word, you just you use the word turn mm-hmm. and change. Yep. Here's how the writer of Jonah describes it. When the king hears of the, of the change happening in the land, the repentance occurring, that's the word we used, uh, he says, let everyone turn mm-hmm. from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hands. Yep. That shows a mental change, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. His evil way, like the mm-hmm. way you're thinking, the way that you believe. Yep. And then your actions, yep. your, your, the violence that you're committing. And then later it says that, uh, what is it, verse, verse 10. 10, when God saw how they turned yep. from their evil way. Mm-hmm. So that is a repenting word, isn't it? Absolutely. And you you were talking to me about how it means to change your mind and your yep. action, but um, anything that morning, I think you'd been kind of mulling over this mm-hmm. word. Anything else you want to share about that word, maybe in its summarizing effect on you even? Yeah, I think it's just, it's a way more powerful word than we sometimes think. Sometimes you, uh, I boil it down too simplistically where it's like, hey, act differently. But it's way more powerful than that because it is. It's a change of your mind, which in in well, it creates a change of actions. So I was using this as an illustration with my kids this week as I was explaining to them. I could go to them and I could say, stop or do this. That will cause them to change how they act. But if I teach them something new, that will inevitably change how they act. If I teach them how to use the microwave in a different way or something like that, forever it will affect how they act. Because you changed how they think. Exactly mm-hmm. you right. You changed their mind. And that's what the gospel does for us, and that's why we can't leave repentance out of our gospel presentation, because we don't want the gospel presentation to be just a change of, of actions. We want it to be a whole change of mindset, mm-hmm. to think differently. And we're not uh, without good company when it comes to that word, hmm. it appears Jonah, if he didn't use it specifically, yep. he sure had, uh, it was implied, right? That's right. Jesus used it as a summary word, and so did Paul. Yep. So I think here's two pastors letting you know, First Family, and this is kind of who the podcast is aimed at. You will hear this word at First Family Church. Amen. Okay? Your pastors right. will say it. Yep. We'll call you to it. We'll call ourselves to it. Yep. And repentance is the need of the hour, yep. and it's what should be heard whether explicitly or implicitly in all of our prayers.